Hello everyone, Alan Mishra here from Vitality Explorers. Please sign up at vitalityexplorers.com for free scientific information about how to enhance your physical, mental, social, and spiritual well-being. So we're going to start with a quote today, and this is going to talk about time. And the quote is, invest your time, don't spend it. And that's paraphrased from Stephen Covey, who wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh, we're going to talk about time a little bit today because today, or I should say uh, yesterday, if you're listening to this on Monday, is daylight savings time. And uh, daylight savings time is dangerous. We're going to go over a little bit of the risks of daylight savings time, how to mitigate those risks. Then we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, and that is how dogs enhance vitality and longevity. And then we're going to finish with a little exercise, and 20 minutes saves 200,000 lives. We're going to learn why that's true. So if you like this podcast, share it with your friends and family to enhance their vitality. And it would really be helpful for us if you uh, left us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this uh, to help us continue to bring you scientific-based vitality information. So let's start with the dangers of daylight savings time. Now, uh, did you remember to set your clock forward? <laughs> and I think it was uh, the 12th, uh, March 12th at uh, two, 2 in the morning. You're supposed to go from 2 in the morning to 3 in the morning. And uh, now many of our clocks automatically update uh, the time uh, and spring us one hour forward. Uh, this isn't always uh, true. You know, watches and other, maybe uh, other clocks don't uh, have that mechanism in place. But our internal body clocks absolutely don't have an automatic fast-forward an hour button. Uh, it takes about seven days for us to adjust to that just one-hour time shift. And that one-hour time shift um, comes with a lot of dangers. And some of these dangers are significant. So published data suggests the following are associated with daylight savings time. Number one, increased risk of car accidents due to human error in the week following the time chain. Number two, Higher risk of stroke in hospital admissions. Number three, elevated inflammatory markers in your body. And number four is increased risk of mood disturbances. The final one is this disruption. Uh, obviously, uh, number five uh, can disrupt your circadian rhythm, impairing your sleep quality and sleep loss for up to a week. So those are five pretty important pr problems that can occur. According to the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, there are ways to mitigate these risks. So despite the fact that we've changed time, I think it's, it's still important. One of their first suggestions is to still aim for seven to eight hours of sleep. So that means you, may need, you need to go to bed a little earlier. Uh, the second one is to head outdoors early in the morning to kind of readjust yourself. The bright light helps set your internal clock and regulates your sleep and alertness. Uh, and then the third one, as we just suggested, is for the entire week, Try to set yourself up to go to bed a little earlier. Um, final one for me, uh, not from the Sleep Academy, is I'd suggest you be really careful how you're driving, especially the next couple days, and give yourself a break because you can be a little moodier this week. Now, one of the important topics associated with uh, daylight savings time is the risk of a heart attack. And let me just quote from a study here. And the, uh, all this information, including Graphics can be found on the Vitality Explorer News Substack site. Go to that for, for the details. And here's the quote. Partial sleep deprivation and enhanced circadian clock misalignment have been implicated as the underlying mechanisms 
for heart attack risk via enhanced thromboinflammatory processes and the activation of the sympathetic nervous system. Now, that's a lot of doctor speak, uh, but basically what happens, uh, the thought is that when you change your, when you have a misalignment of your internal clock, which happens during uh, daylight savings time, you have increased in, uh, inflammatory processes and increased sort of the sympathetic nervous system, which is sort of your stress response. And that can lead to a heart attack. Um, this is this is increased contractility in your heart, twisting or bending of the coronary arteries, higher blood pressure, and then vasoconstriction or narrowing. That can lead to having a heart attack. Now, the overall risk is likely small, but I don't think it's zero. And if you look at the Substack site, there's a little discussion of some of these studies that look at is there really an increased risk or not an increased risk. Uh, and it's important to know that there's a difference between springing forward for daylight savings time and falling backwards. So it looks like when we fall backwards, in other words, when we gain an hour, we don't have an increased risk of a heart attack. And when we go spring forward, there is a slight, maybe even a mild increase of a heart attack. Uh, so this intriguing in research also is suggests there's a difference between what we call early birds or night owls. So the early birds are what they call early chronotypes and the night owls are late chronotypes. So early birds wake up early and go to bed early, late uh, night owls go to bed late and wake up late. But the night owls have a larger circadian mismatch during daylight savings time and have it for a longer period of time. So you can check out the graph on the Substack Vitality Explorer news site. Um, so I, th I think this, interest, this is fascinating how we adjust to just a one hour time shift. Remember to be careful this week, beware of the risks, and execute on some of the suggestions above to mitigate your risk. Uh, and again, if you find this interesting, please share this podcast or find us on Vitality Explorer News at, on Substack. Let's move on to the next one. Perhaps my favorite is um, for the week here is why dogs enhance our vitality and our longevity. And uh, you can go to the uh, Substack site to see a picture of my awesome dog, Tess. She's almost 12, she'll be 12 in June, but she's one of the most important vitality boosters in my life. When we picked her out, the breeder told us uh, she needed an, quote, active family. <laughs> I think that was an understatement. She was pretty crazy for those people who have ever met her. Uh, in her first probably three or four years, she still acts like a puppy a lot of the time, even though she's 12. Uh, she has calmed down, but I think she's one of the foundations of our family's vitality. She greets us whenever we see her with awesome wiggles and waggles of her tail and her, her beautiful smiling dog face. But what's interesting is that published research confirms that dog ownership helps improve our vitality and our longevity. And it can decrease the risk of your disability. In a study of over 11,000 people, they found that dogs, uh, people who had dogs, uh, had had less of a risk of disability, especially in the context of exercise and social interaction. So if you have a dog, you may be more likely to walk that dog. You may be more likely to be interacting with other people. Uh, and that dog in general can help you with your vitality and long, uh, longevity. So the study concluded, quote, dog ownership appears to protect against incident disability and daily dog care has an important role to play in health promotion and successful aging. Now, back to another thing, is, which was quite fascinating, is another study of over 320,000 people found dog owners had better outcomes after a heart attack or a stroke. Quote, the, uh, quote, dog ownership is associated with increased physical levels of activity, increased social support, 
both of which could improve the outcome after a cardiovascular event. Dog ownership may be particularly important in single occupancy houses where ownership provides um, companionship and motivation for physical activity. So um, really, here's what's known. And again, you can read more about this on the Vitality Explorer Substack site. Um, is that number one, physical activity and psychosocial support have been shown to be important for optimal recovery after a cardiovascular event. And really dog ownership has been shown to be associated with higher levels of physical activity and social support. And, you know, what we, what we really need to figure out is whether or not this is true for other major cardiovascular events. Uh, but there, in this study, it was, it was pretty clear that ownership of a dog was associated with a lower risk of death after a cardiovascular event. Um, and, you know, it's pretty impressive. So, uh, dogs are awesome. They can imp improve your vitality and your longevity, um, partially by helping you exercise more and helping you become more social. So speaking of exercise, to finish this week's Vitality Explorer News podcast, we're going to talk about why 20 minutes of exercise per day can save over 200,000 lives. Now, this this data comes from a study of uh, over or almost 5,000 people studied over 10 years. 5,000 people over 10 years. Imagine doing that study. But they were wearing an accelerometer to help estimate their total physical activity time. And the estimated number of deaths prevented by increased physical activity per day were the following. So at 10 minutes, you could save 111,000 lives. 20 minutes, 209,000 lives. And 30 minutes, 272,000 lives. So the, the study concluded, quote, worldwide, 7.2% of deaths from all causes and 7.6% of deaths from cardiovascular disease were attributed to physical inactivity. So very interestingly, resistive exercise also helps you sleep better than aerobic exercise. So a recent study found long, um, a year-long exercise, resistive exercise program helped increase um, sleep duration by 40 minutes. And the aerobic exercise was 23 minutes. And interestingly, the combined aerobic and resistive exercise was 17 minutes, which was very similar to no exercise, which was 16 minutes. So we know that better sleep is associated, helps also suppress ghrelin, which is the hunger hormone. And exercise is a key component to spinning what I call the vitality wheel or vi wheel. Um, sort of this is the concept of um, being able to you know, do one thing and have it have multiple effects. So exercising leads to better sleep and less hunger, and simply exercising more has multiple benefits, including our mental health. So this information is, is obviously well-known. Right? We know exercise is good for us. The problem, I think, is that we, you know, we just don't do it. We binge what I call the buffet of excuses. Uh, for, for exercise, we think, state things like, I hate to exercise, I'm too old, I'm too busy, I don't have time. But I think we need to be vitality alchemists and turn those excuses into barriers and then find ways to smash through those barriers. Uh, I, I suggest we stop being what I call a vitality dabbler. And a vitality dabbler is somebody who just participates superficially in certain things once in a while. We need to focus on developing more vital habits. And these are things like a regular practice. That means exercising relentlessly. That means considering sleep a superpower. That means cultivating closeness. And then we, we can, if we want to live our most vital lives, we need to turn towards 
creating what I call vital rituals. And these are a series of actions that are invariably followed. Let me say that again. Vital rituals are a series of actions that are invariably followed. That's the key. It's consistency. Consistency of effort over time, exercising, sleeping better, connecting with other people, serving people in need. That's what leads to more vitality. So get out today and exercise for 20 minutes if you can. Take a walk, ride a bike, go to the gym, stretch, just get moving. Your future self will thank you. So that's that's it for, t- for this week's Vitality Explorer News podcast. We learned a little bit about daylight savings time can be dangerous. Uh, we learned about how dogs are awesome for your vitality and longevity. And we also learned about how 20 minutes can save 200,000 lives. So please uh, check out vitalityexplorers.com and join us as we journey into what I call the vitality zone. Uh, that is uh, vitalityexplorers.com is where you can sign up for a free text message newsletter that comes to your phone uh, once a week uh, with scientific-based information about how to improve your physical, mental, social, and spiritual well-being. So until next time, get out there, get moving, and dare to be vital.